Welcome to the Scottish Mortgage Podcast, the show that keeps you informed in all things mortgages throughout Scotland. Today we are going to be talking about what to know when buying your first home in Scotland. As a mortgage broker who works quite closely with a lot of first-time buyers, I often get asked uh, quite a lot about the mortgage process and in today's episode, I'm going to cover off some of the key things that you would need to do. The first thing that you need to do is understand the Scottish property market, because if you've got a good understanding of the market, then you'll be able to understand how much bids to put in, what kind of value of houses that you're going to be looking at. Um, there's a number of factors that are going to influence the property value. It's the same all over the UK, but in Scotland, I'll just use Hamilton and Motherwell, for example, two different areas, very close together and the house prices will vary significantly just heading over to North Lanarkshire from Hamilton. So one of the biggest factors can be the location of where it is. Things also that will get taken into consideration is the type of property, how old the property is, um, if the property is in good condition. But location is probably the biggest one because it's the thing that drives most people to buy their home, whether they want to be close to family close to work, close to a school catchment, whatever it is, and it's one of the biggest deciding factors in the value of a property. If you are a first-time buyer, take into consideration your personal circumstances. So if you're planning to buy a house and say that you don't drive, it might cost you a little bit more to buy somewhere closer to you your work, but it might be easier to commute for you. Or if you work from home, do you really need to be working are living so close to, to work. So take all of these kind of things and take your personal circumstances into consideration when looking at your first home. The location is going to be the key thing. So make sure that you are taking into consideration things like how what's the school systems like? Is there transport links, amenities? Are you going to need these things? Um, take, for example, uh, the village where I live in, Law. Um, it's there's no trains or anything like that and the bus system isn't the best here so most people out coming in and out of the village need to drive um, but there are some good local shops about um, there's takeaways, there's a pub, there's um, a school and you've got Killock High School just up the road as well so if you drive, Law would be a great place to stay but if you don't, it might not be the right fit for someone who needs to rely on public transport. So take these kind of things into consideration. Um, popular areas for first-time buyers tend to be close to home, close to parents, or close to work. That tends to be where um, I see a lot of first-time buyers looking to, to buy. Um, what you need to be considering is, and it'll play, cost will play a big part, um, compare the location. So do you want to stay somewhere fairly central like Glasgow City Centre or would you be happy moving a little bit further out into one of the smaller villages, um, using Law as an example again, somewhere like Law, which is not going to cost you as much, but you don't have everything on your doorstep. So take all of these kind of things into consideration and weigh up what's important to you. Financing your property purchase is another big step and the mortgage process and the mortgage options in Scotland, there's typically your standard fixed rates, variable rates, tracker rates are out there, the same as where they are everywhere else. So you would take that into consideration when getting advice. Saving for a deposit is one of the biggest challenges that I see 
And I, I did an episode on it fairly recently. So if you are planning to save up for your deposit, check out the episode because it's crammed with loads of tips in there. One of the key tips that I can suggest is certainly consider a lifetime miser. As a first-time buyer, you might be starting the process early. And if you're not planning to move in for at least 12 months and you don't have a lifetime miser, I would certainly check it out. There are some... Uh, schemes as well that the government can step in and help you with. So the government's got a lift scheme, which can essentially help first-time buyers on low income buy a property that they couldn't otherwise afford. So that could be an option for you. And one of the major factors that's going to impact things is your credit. So you're paying your bills in time. Credit scores maybe not as important as credit activity, but as long as you're making your payments on time and you've got a good track record, record of that, it's likely that there will be mortgage options out there for you. In order to get a mortgage, there's five key steps involved. And the, the five key steps for me would be making sure that you can afford the monthly cost of the house that you're looking at, making sure that the lender's going to give you the money that you need, because there's two key factors to affordability. There's what you can afford and what a lender's willing to give you. But once you know that, you can then proceed and look to get your mortgage and principal certificate. And once you're there, the next stage for you is just finding the right house, making sure that the houses that you're looking at is fitting in with your mortgage and principal. You can get your deposit sorted out for it and then find the right house. And once the offer is accepted, it's about starting the process of applying. Um, at this stage, what I would suggest is I would suggest reviewing home reports. If you haven't reviewed or haven't looked at a home report before, most mortgage brokers will review them for you and pick out key hints and tips and things that you should be looking out for. There, there's a couple of key factors that I often look at, and it's the construction type of the property to see if it's a standard construction, to see if there's any retentions involved, which means that there might be potential work that's needing done before you move in. And then the major part is if the mortgage uh, sorry, the property is mortgageable. At this stage as well, you might want to consider getting your solicitor in place or getting a solicitor in place to help with the process. There's lots of solicitors out there who all work in different ways. My suggestion would be to get a solicitor that works alongside your broker, because what that does is it means then that while the broker's working and getting an application all submitted, the solicitor's check, doing all their checks in the background, so that when the offer comes in for the mortgage, you're essentially good to go, and that can help cut down on the timescales. For example, there's solicitors out there that could wait until the mortgage offer's in, let's say you need to use a lender that's a little bit more specialist or there's a, a deal out there on the market that's phenomenal compared to other lenders and the lender that you're needing to use is going to take a bit of time to do it. Say it takes 12 weeks to get it sorted, that means that you're waiting 12 weeks for your solicitor to start doing their checks. Whereas if you get a solicitor to work alongside the mortgage broker, it means that in 12 weeks' time, you could essentially be moving into your house when that mortgage offer comes in. So take that into consideration. If you need any suggestions, you can let me know and I can help point you in the right direction. When you make an offer on a property in Scotland, you need to be making sure that you've got your mortgage in principle, your solicitor's in place, and they can arrange that for you. You need to just make sure that you're you've got your finances in place and make sure that it is going to fit. Because the last thing that you want to do is go submitting the offer and then have to pull out of it. One of the key things before making an offer is make sure that you're 
you know and you're sure that that's the property that you want to buy. You don't want to be in a position where you put an offer in, you pay 20 grand above the home report or whatever, and then decide that you're maybe biting off more that you can chew. So certainly take into consideration what you believe the property is going to be worth. There's a key difference when uh, making an offer on a property and putting in a note of interest. So, for example, if a property um, is there on the market, fairly new, you might go and see it and the estate agent may ask you if you want to put an offer in or a note of interest. The difference is the note of interest is indicating to the buyer that you're willing, sorry, the seller, that you're willing to buy it, but it's not putting in a formal offer. What tends to happen is if there's a lot of interest in the property, and these notes of interest get put in quite frequently on a particular property, some estate agents will take that property to a closing date. And what this means is that because it's high demand, it's a blind bidding system. So you would put in your top offer and the estate agent would either accept, well, the seller would either accept it or reject it. So say there's five offers, typically speaking, they might accept the best one. But what I would also probably do at this stage is make sure that they know what your circumstances are because you might be more appealing to buy if you're pre-approved with a 5% deposit and you can show that you've got good credit compared to someone who has a property to sell, it's not on the market yet, and maybe they don't have the best credit history. So you could be second, they could be first. It might mean that because of your circumstances that you get to buy the property. Um, and once you're there, it's really just that once that application's in, it's just really about waiting until the lenders come back and then preparing for your move-in, making sure, finalising everything that the mortgage is needed, making sure that you're supplying all the documents that's going to be needed. Get your home insurance in place. Home insurance is something that um, could be a requirement of the property. It certainly is a requirement to make sure that the building's insured, whether that's done by you or done by maybe a factoring company. Um, it's, you would know that in the, the home report. Things like setting up utilities in advance, setting up council tax in advance as well. And some of the tips that I could give you is once you start the process of looking for a mortgage, you shouldn't be taking out any additional lending. You shouldn't be going out spending money in credit cards or buying sofas and finance or anything like that because any changes in your credit could have a material impact on the decision that the lender is going to make. And the final thing for, for me is that what I would say is get a checklist for moving date and start planning it. Start planning in what rooms are going, what boxes are going into certain rooms, especially if you're using a removal company, they can help assist with those kind of things. If you do need a checklist for moving house, let me know and I can get one over to you. Um, but yeah, Good luck with it. If you do have any questions, I'm always here. And don't forget to like and subscribe if you found this useful. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Scottish Mortgage Podcast. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe if you find this useful. And if you want your questions answered, pop over to our Facebook page at Scottish Mortgage Podcast and ping us a message.